This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma Let You, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma Let You, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Live from a parking lot in Piscataway, New Jersey. It's it's I'm gonna let you finish. You gotta pick Courtney. the one city, the one town nobody can spell. No one can spell Piscataway. No one. I don't even think the people who live, live in Piscataway there. can spell. Not even the Piscataway Indians could spell it. I mean, I'm assuming that's what it is. It's not like piss cat away. Right. Do you know what's really funny? It took so long for me. I think I was an adult when I started to realize that a lot of the names of the Long Island towns were native. Like it didn't even dawn on me. Like, like All right. Ron Ronkonkoma. <laughs> All of these things. I was like, oh, well, wait a minute. Not Hempstead, okay? Well, not Hempstead. And and I'm not quite sure about- Or Roosevelt. Or not Roosevelt. And I'm not quite sure about Mastic Shirley, but that could be one. Mastic Shirley always sounded to me like some sort of disease. Yeah, I never- And they'd be like, in Mastic Shirley, I was like, what is that? Like, I've never even been there. I don't think I've driven through Mastic Shirley. I have no idea. I believe I've been there on a train on my way to someplace where I wouldn't have to be in Mastic Shirley. Anyway- It just sounds like too many names for a very small place. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm in the middle of my three-week news break. Of course, I had to come off my news break for the horrible events of the past few days, I would say. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm fine. You know, yeah. life goes on. I have some new teeth. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I have the poor man's implants, which are called the bridge. Mm-hmm. New York City, they don't pay for implants. They'll give you a bridge, though. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. And nothing else much is going on um, in the world. Um, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but rumor has it there's a major musical award show this weekend coming up. I think. I mean, is it is it the South Hall Orchestra Achievement Awards? What's I happening? Mean, that's almost what it feels like. <laughs> like somebody said to me the other day, like, oh, the Grammys, da 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 da. I was like, when are the Grammys? And I yeah, up, we've I was had like, this. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're Sunday. We had no idea. Neither one of us. By the way, those of you who paid because you thought you were getting two musical in, music industry insiders, we will give you our money back because we had no idea that the biggest award show in the music industry was this Sunday coming up. But it just seems really quiet. And let me just say this. As a person who's attended several Grammys, they're better on television. Oh, I'm they, sure. They I'm are sure. long and they are boring in person and no one stayed. By the end, everybody's already at a party or a dinner or something. Well, they're it's not like, even that good on television. That's what's bad. I mean, I don't know. So I don't use, I, 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 in my defense, I think one of the main reasons I didn't realize it was this weekend is because I don't watch CBS. I'm not trying to be, I because that's where you're seeing all the advertisements is absolutely. on CBS. So I don't mm-hmm. watch CBS. Mm-hmm. No one. But and we haven't started seeing the posting from our publicists in Friends about the this that maybe they haven't started doing that no, yet. The, the weird thing is, it just seems really quiet. I'm still, you know, I, you know, I'm not working at a label or management company anymore, but I have a gazillion friends yeah. who are, and I'm, you know, I'm not seeing them flooding shit out. I'm not hearing everybody being like, I'm on my way to L.A. for the thing. Now, a lot of people I know have moved to L.A., so I guess. When you're in LA, it's just like, yeah, that's the thing that's happening on Sunday. And I'm sure if we were in LA, we'd be getting invites to, you know, there's always performances. So I'm sure people are doing concerts all week long. Is there a host this year? Yes, it is Trevor Noah. Oh, again. again? Oh, God, mm-hmm. he's boring. I'm sorry. I really liked LL as the host because he was a I do too. Person, but, you know. I don't. I, but when they when they pushed Ken Hertz out, you know, they changed the host and the whole situation. And listen, the ratings did go up, right? So then yeah. CBS, I'm sure, is looking at it. It's like how I feel about, you know, the subject we're going to talk about today, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, nominees. How I feel about that when now you can see that the people who are putting certain things together have a television show to consider. Whereas before, when it happened in the Waldorf, and there were no cameras there yet. It was just kind of like a free-for-all. And then when cameras used to come, they would just take the whole five hours. I remember HBO used to air it live. This is back when HBO was really edgy. There was HBO and HBO2, and they would air that ceremony live, and it could go on for hours. And now it's a television show, right? right. So it's like everything else. You got to produce a television show. Billboard's Women in Music. I went to the first ones of those. That was in... A, a conference room in, in the Pierre Hotel, one of their ballrooms. And it used to be great, a really sort of insider thing. This year, Billboard's Women in Music, it's called Billboard Women in Music Awards, and they're selling tickets to the general public. So it mm. has, which to me is like, 
you know, some things, some things are okay to still kind of be like really for your peers and it's, it's okay for not everything to have. Well, the Grammy, I mean, with the Grammys and we'll kind of put money on, we think are going to win or lose. The, mm-hmm. Look, the Grammys at this point is a concert with a few awards given out in between. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, and they're, cause they're only, you know, they give out, I feel like. Over three hours, eight awards, like eight awards, eight awards, yeah. eight and ten awards out of the seventy-eight. Right, and they do everything because of online streaming. They can do everything ahead of time. Well, you know, I always watch the pre-show, because right? Because that's, that's when they're doing. I that's wa- the majority I, of it is being I watch handed the pre-show, out. and that's where I see the majority of the country awards given out. All of the dance awards are given. All out the hip hop, all the all, major, yeah. all the major. The major the minor, the major yeah. minor category. All, all the jazz awards, all of the folk awards, and you know, a lot of the R and B and rap awards are given right. out there. Right. You know? They're giving so. out the ones because they're giving out to the the awards to the people who they are assuming that people don't want to watch on television. Right. Any other year, but this year the Latin Music Award would have been given out ahead of time too. But now, because Bad Bunny, they're going to have a lot of bunny. Well, 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 well. His no, major but, awards are going to be given out. Well, the thing is, he's only nominated in three categories, and one is Album of the Year. So you know that that's going to automatically. Um, he's performing, be on right? Yes, I believe he is performing. You know, so I I think that hopefully he might be at the pre-show because. Sometimes people really come because they want to win their first Grammy. They want to come on stage. I remember when Chance the Rapper won his first Grammy that year. He was nominated. And he came running out at that pre-show. He wanted to go right. walk across the stage and have that moment of, wow, receiving my first Grammy. You know, um, listen, I yeah, I remember at a time when we would watch award shows like the Grammys and you actually got to see people come across the stage right. when it was, and then there'd be in a performance. Now it's like performance, 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 award, performance, right. performance, 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 commercial performance, award, award. Right. you know what I mean? And I get you're celebrating music, but also if, let's see people more. I would like to see more of the, the R and B categories actually yeah. happen on the stage, more of those rock categories happening on the stage. You know, it's like seeing people get it in a pre-show when some of them aren't even there because you know, they're, they're, the way you schedule walking on the red carpet and all that. But let me just say this. Talking about all of this makes me so glad I don't have to do that shit anymore. Like, honestly, those days I use, like, anybody who works in music will tell you we're just looking for, especially if you have artists who are going to the show or performing, you're just looking forward to the moment that you know you either stick them in a car <laughs> or they've come off stage and there's no more awards for them that night and you could just leave and go do your thing. Right. Yeah, I never, I just voted, but, and then I stopped voting because I was like, I'm paying these people for the privilege of voting. And (laughs) I mean, it wasn't a lot of money, but I'm like, it makes for good cocktail conversation. That's about it. Let's, um, do you want, let's talk a little bit about uh, Tom Verlaine passing and get into the meet. All right. So Tom Verlaine passed on this past Saturday. He was 73 years old. Of the group television. Of television. Um. How do you explain who television is? Because I don't really know. Well, I'm going to give you television for dummies. Um, (laughs) So tell it's it's funny because I'm actually teaching a class right now where we're looking at the early days of punk and hip hop in New York and the kind of television is lumped in and considered one of the first New York City punk bands. But when you listen to them, they are no more punk than I am the Queen of France. 
Well, actually, Courtney's the Queen of France. All right, so I take that back. Yeah, One of you. us is the Queen yeah. of France. He's just in. He's in absentia right now. He's going to be going back and claiming. No, Bonjour, but, they, but they were not a punk band. But they were the first band to play at CBGB's, and they played at CBGB's. CBGB's wasn't a punk club. It was just a place to play. So television, the original incarnation of television, was like seventy three. Was Tom Verlaine, who that is a stage name, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Hell, also a stage name. And then the uh, I'm going to say Billy Ficka, and I'm forgetting the drummer's name, and I apologize profusely. And then they recorded a single, I believe, and then Richard Hell left. He eventually would uh, form the Voidoids and put out Blank Generation, which became like a big anthem song. Then Richard Lloyd joined television. And they were one of, I never saw them. They were one of those bands that people were just mesmerized by because there was a level of musicianship in the band. Mm-hmm. You don't associate punk rock with musicianship, which is, I think, wrong. You know, that's like saying R&B is only one thing. It's right. not, it's not, there are R&B singers, you know, of all different stripes, hip hop all different stripes. Well, anyway, so television is one of the early bands it was them, Blondie, the Talking Heads, the Ramones. None of those bands have anything in common with each other, That's other true, than the actually. fact nothing. Like other than other than the fact that they get lumped in the same genre, but they right. really are all very nothing. Different. Very different. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's attitude, I suppose. Whatever. So, television's first album, Marquee Moon, came out in 1977, and without hyperbole, it it is considered one of certainly one of the best albums of that era, but it it always shows up on best album lists. I mean, this past year, Rolling Stone, that, that thing we argued about, the greatest mm-hmm. songs, Marquee mm-hmm. Moon, the song is the 173rd greatest song mm-hmm. in rock and roll. And it's, mm-hmm. what's really interesting about it, Courtney, like when you think about punk rock, right, or rock and roll, you think short, kind of concise yep. songs. Marquee Moon, the single, is almost 11 minutes long, which is they had more in common with some way with like jazz and, and the grateful dead. So was it like fusion jamming? No, no, no. It's, 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 it's rock music, very poetic lyrics, very kind of angular and Verlaine and Richard Lloyd were the guitar, but the guitar, and this sounds so like, yeah, sure. But when you listen to the guitar solo on marquee moon, it's just sort of like, how is he making this noise? Right. I mean, I, I have friends who are like, guitar people right and mm-hmm. they're just like he was the finest american guitar player whose last name wasn't hendrix i mean right. i have been reading stuff like but he wasn't like you wouldn't he wasn't a household name you know right, right. was so it that, because they only had two albums you think no because there are lots of groups that have two albums they just didn't make commercial super commercial music you know what I mean? I mean, right. when you think about it, they they didn't make super commercial music, but it was really, I never saw them, like I said. I saw Tom Verlaine play with Patti Smith. He was a, a collaborator of Patti Smith, and she wrote a, um, <laughs> bless her heart, but she mm-hmm. wrote a, 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 an ode to him in NewYorker.com, which... Mm-hmm. As Jody Rosen, our friend, said, if this wasn't Patty Smith, would this even have gotten through the editors? It's so <laughs> it's so Patty Smith. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's so like I'm sorry, there are so many metaphors in this sentence. I can't figure out what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, but that's Patty Smith. And oh, kids, only Patty Smith can get away with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can write like that. Um, 
yeah, so they did that album, Marquee Moon, which I listened to this weekend after hearing that he had passed. And it just stands, I mean, there's it, it sounds like it could have been recorded yesterday. It's it, There's nothing, it's beautiful. And then they did another album, Adventure in 78. And then he left the group. Um, he basically broke up the group. And I think he put it together in different configurations. They toured a couple years ago, but it wasn't the original group. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, He's done a bunch of solo records. I, I'm not going to tell you. Like I said, I never saw him except with Patti Smith. I saw Richard Lloyd solo with his band in the, um, I don't know. It's. I mean, listen, it's just really good songs. Very mystical kind of image. I mean, when you name yourself after Verlaine, Paul Verlaine, the poet, you know, you're not going to have like, hey, baby. Yo, baby, baby, baby lyrics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're naming mm-hmm. yourself after Verlaine. Right. Um, yeah, it was just sort of arty. You know, we hate categories, right? We totally hate you. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it's arty. But it's just so funny that it's it's lumped in with punk. But it was just because it was there. They were mm-hmm. at that moment, you know, and they were skinny and I don't know. I mean, it's really beautiful music. So it's very, very sad. And, and the maybe this sounds really super New York-y of me, but when someone's death makes the front page of the New York Times, that to me is like, you know what I mean? That, well, that's, no, they're usually, that's an important spot, the front page of the New York Times. That's major, so right? If you, you, you mean something, if you make that page, yeah. it's, it's an important moment. You know, right, it's being marked. But it's like it's like when we were talking about the Pointer Sisters. You almost mm. don't realize, and they had huge hits, the Pointer Sisters. Yep. But you almost don't realize how big somebody is, mm-hmm. and then you start doing the math and going, "Holy crap!" So yeah, television and Tom Verlaine didn't have the commercial success, but you hear them in so many bands. Some of which I don't care about, and some of which I care about very much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, just listen to it. I mean, it's, it's, it's just. I mean, David Bowie said they were the most original band he had ever seen in New York. So that's not bad, you know. But that's you, a good you, cosign. That's a good cosign, right? You hear mm-hmm. them in a lot, a lot of bands. I mean, there mm-hmm. is no. You hear them in U two. It's like when Keith Levine passed. Remember, we talked about. Yeah. All right, the average person can't pick out Keith Levine from a lineup, but. Yeah, so it's sad. He was also young. So, you know, the older we get when someone dies in their 70s. And We're like, they're so young. young. <laughs> they're so young. I know. I know. It's like, I know. It's like the shit it's that like, we tell ourselves <laughs> to make it all easier, honey. It's, it's like, like, I can, <laughs> I can see that age. Miss I, 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 it's can, like, I can count to that age, you let know? Let me just tell you something. 55 and gay in New York, I might as well be a brontosaurus. It is the same oh. as 73. <laughs> okay. All right. I will top that. Mm-hmm. 63 and straight woman in New York. I'm, I am don't even like, I walk by people and they go, did a ghost just walk by? I feel <laughs> right. air. It's very, it's, it's very I feel a presence and mm-hmm. yet I see no one. <laughs> Like the last time I went to the Hey, club- what's the gay man equivalent of when people start calling you ma'am? Uh, or the man equivalent? Because you know how kids at some point what, suddenly yeah. you become a ma'am? Is there a man sir, equivalent? Sir. sir. Or in the gays, like if they start calling you a daddy and you're suddenly just like, oh. 
But isn't that like a sexy thing, a daddy? Well, it all depends on if you tell somebody and you have that kind of relationship. When people automatically call you that, they're walking up to you saying, hey, daddy, I know you got deep pockets and a love for a twink. And it's like, beat it, bitch. I'm not into it. Because, you know, for women, when you Mm -hmm. segue into ma'am, it's like a knife in your heart. Miss Thing, for a gay man, it's like, Literally, the last time I went to the club, they thought I was a city inspector coming <laughs> and trying to okay. show me the certificates. I have to learn how to laugh with these <laughs> right, new teeth. Right. They were like, all of the certificates are in the office in right. the back. Shall we take? I was like, no, no, no. I'm just here to have a cocktail. I'm like, with whom? With whom? Are you meaning? Because Joe's not here. Who's Joe, the daytime manager? I was like, no, no, no. I'm actually. Really? Here. I'm actually a customer. <laughs> I'm not here to shut you down, but while I'm here, what the fuck? uh, That's hilarious. Well, anyway, uh, Tom Verlaine, bless, I mean, great, yeah, just really great. And he's not someone I listen to all the time, but when I went back and listened to and I went, holy crap, this record. And you know what's really interesting? You can probably appreciate this as someone who has helped work on albums. Mm. I would always assume that the big long song, the 10 minute song would be at the end of the record. It's smack dab in the middle of the record. Right. Which to me is kind of weird, right? Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, because then it's like, okay, now we just gave you our epic, continue listening. That's when people, you know, that's back when people were making, they weren't thinking about, oh, what's good. They made albums. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean? This is and, an and, album. And how you sequence the album. And, you know, it didn't matter if somebody fell in love. This was back when you didn't have to, you know, there were some albums definitely led it off where track one is the hit that they've been working at radio. And there are others who made different kind of albums where the song you like could be actually the last song on side two. You know right, what I mean? Right. That was just album work, which we've seen a lot more people go back to really. They're going back to it because, solid because they want to. Because yeah. because if you're, I hate using the word artist, capital A artist, but you do want, unless you're completely in it for like the quick check, you yeah. want people to listen to the totality of your music. You don't Absolutely. want them to dip in, hear the single, and then leave. Unless you're just somebody who's here, like, I need money for law school type of thing. I'm and those are the your, people I call they're singers. Rappers and they are artists. The yeah. people who I call artists, you can tell really they what they, they they put something into these bodies of work. Right. It's like when we talk about Pusha T, he is an artist. He talks about I could have had a million albums, but it takes me a long time to do these albums right. because I'm really thinking about what I want to say and how it's sequenced <laughs> and how it's put together. Even though he talks about the exact same thing on every single record, but True. I love him but, for that. But, but he I does love it him well. For, he does it very well. And he has something to say. And you hear an yep. album that has a progression. It is sequenced properly. Nas, too. Oh, yep. I mean, and also, um, who's that guy that you love? Vince Staples. Vince Staples. We talk about hip hop. These are guys who have a clear path throughout the record. Absolutely. As opposed to, we'll just Again, talk about it. We'll we can just get talk back about into it. These yeah. are also guys, a lot of them, who do one producer albums, yeah. right? Yeah. And a one producer. You, or two, we, we, one or two yeah, producers. We go yeah. into this about the one producer album. There's something to be said about the relationship you build when you work with one person and you can tell such a, a cohesive story, you know? It's and, a partnership. Yeah, it really it's, is. It, it sounds like a partnership as opposed to work for hire. Yeah, absolutely. Or and, who's the hottest one who's going to come right, with the hottest come in, beats? Come in. I, and make a track for and me. And listen, that has its place too, right? I totally. get it. If, I get it. If you you've had a couple of records that have really underperformed, you've tried to make your artist records, and you're at that pivotal time where you know what? I need a fucking hit. 
then you got to come with the hit because that will enable you to keep making and doing your art at a certain level. Right, right, for sure. Um, this would be a perfect segue into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ba 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 bum. So yesterday on February first, which uh, is Groundhog's Day, or is that February second? Um, it's um Groundhog's Day is the second. I don't I have no idea. Me neither. Um, it's, it's the, the t- first day of Black History Month. Though. I just got yes. an alert on my computer. Mm-hmm. I, I got one on my computer too, <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you so much," because me being black, I really needed that. Yeah, Thank you, you wouldn't. Apple. Well, if you Thank were in you. Florida, if you right. were in Florida, you wouldn't right. know that. Right, oh, Florida. In fact, would be in like, Florida, they've gotten rid of the entire month of February. It's right. not happening <laughs> tomorrow in Florida. It is National French Fry and Spud Day. It's the right, start exactly. of Spud Week, where it's every spud day week. you can make a different kind of potato dish for February. Oh, that sounds promising. Okay. <laughs> now right, so, that I have my new teeth, right. that sounds very promising. So let's right. go through this list. All right, Who so the inductees? Name. So this year um, is the first time that the committee met in public. I mean, met in public, met in person. We met in public and we met in person. So mm-hmm. it's, that's kind of cool. Um, the office um, kind of reminded me of, I don't know, a couple of people walked in and they went, this feels sort of like, the Death Star on a science, very white, mm-hmm. very corporate. There were microphones and mm. big screens and, you know, it was fine. But it was really nice to see everybody. Um, I say this every year, no matter what you think about the Foo Fighters as musicians, Dave Grohl is the nicest human being in nice town. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just as freaking nice. And we bond over the DC punk rock thing i always that's my party trick you know i come in looking like <laughs> like i ran away from like vims and then, <laughs> that's a new york reference for you thing, where i used to go get my leads oh I we all take, did come on go take to the cleaners and get yes. the permanent crease put in yes yes Vim. <laughs> but um and then i start dropping all the punk rock names so it was lots mm. of fun it's always lots of fun to see these people and it's always lots of fun even if you don't get along with all of them mm-hmm. to see people who are you know who care about the same thing right you know and no matter what you want to say about the rock and roll hall of fame and there's lots to say plus and negative there's not anybody in that room who doesn't give a flying blank who who does who care everyone cares about music in that room. right Good. They may not care about the music you care about. But they care about music. But they care yeah. about music. And I didn't have to hear anybody talk about Ice Spice. We'll get into that okay. later. Yeah. Okay. We need a whole we need a whole that thing. needs a whole, a whole thing. Yeah. But all okay. I want to say is Jody Rosen, you're a prophet. <laughs> he nailed that one. I'm... All right. So the the I don't know how many people we're gonna get to vote for, meaning we meaning the greater uh, the the voters and i know mm-hmm. they're gonna be so missy elliott first time up for it's 25 years but because they missed a year because there was no show one mm-hmm. year so i think it's like if your record came out in 97 or 98 and listen she's got four grammy awards eight mtv music awards two american music awards six bet awards and a billboard woman in music award for innovator she's also in the songwriters hall of fame she first woman rapper first to female be a- rapper to get that honor and third after jay-z and jermaine dupree and she's received an honorary doctorate doctorate from the berkeley school of music and wow, she's wow. the 
first female rapper to receive the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award at MTV. Like she And she's asked- the first woman rapper to make this list. Now, and- I will tell you, I mm-hmm. myself and a couple I it's not like I had some genius idea to nominate her because it's not like I was pulling some obscure act. Right. But I am a big fan of chronology. I am someone like so-and-so should get in before so-and-so. But with I, her, it's like she's just her own lane. She's I mean, she's listen, just her own lane. I mean, Let's she's, start with the fact that she was an album artist, okay? Totally. So she wasn't, she and wasn't a producer. Just she was writing these songs, producing these songs, and she dropped just album after album full right. of hit after hit. Some of them are bona, a bunch of them actually are bona fide classics that have gone from generation to generation to generation yeah. to generation. Then you think about the stuff that she wrote for other people, like Nicole and Tweet, Janet Jackson, Mariah, Destiny's Child. The I mean, video, her video stuff. The video stuff her changed. It's the level. I mean, that is ground. That is a groundbreaking. No, artist. can I just tell you something uh, really funny? And then we'll move on. I. <laughs> I actually told the story when I was talking about why she, I, when I worked at this high school a couple of years ago, I was showing them videos. I, we, we would listen to the song and then play the video and they knew who Missy was because of mm-hmm. Aaliyah. That's mm-hmm. the connection they knew. And mm-hmm. so I played super duper fly and this one girl, bless her heart with dead serious, really smart girl, dead mm-hmm. serious looks at me and she goes, okay, if she knew it was raining, why did she have the top of the Jeep down? <laughs> Yeah, there's no coming back from that, right? It's like, yeah. It's like, next question. Next question. <laughs> I was like, now Miss Linden is going to teach you about metaphors. Right. All right. Missy Elliott, Kate Bush. This is her fourth okay. time on the ballot. If they don't do it this year, okay. they're never going to do it. If the Stranger Things bump. <laughs> Thank you. If it doesn't make people say now, oh, wow, people still actually... People love her because now all of the people who were in the closet about loving her really have said, oh my God, I love her. And now young people have discovered her, which to me is amazing because there's literally decades worth of work for them to go back and discover. She's another one with really out there avant-garde videos that will adjust. She's, when you think of artists, she is absolutely influential. It is crazy to me that this is her fourth time on this ballot. Well, she's so, a capital A artist. Yeah. And look how young she was when she right. did this stuff. 18. And had full control of right. her music. Full control. No, it it's like, if not now, now I mean, when, what's going to be... I mean, somebody told a really funny story about their kid saying, hey, mom, have you ever heard about Kate Bush? And just looking at them like, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if not now, when? I mean, it's like she's always been very popular. But if not now, when? I mean, this is just like, I mean, this is how how long was, was she on the charts for? With stranger months, this, months, months, right? Months and, months and months and months and months and months and months. This record became bigger than it was its original time right. around. Running up the hill. We're talking about yep. running up the hill. So, all right. So, yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Willie Nelson. I um, mean, iconic. Icon. Oh, oh, beyond right. He's the and he's still out there. Is just announced a new tour. He's doing a ninetieth birthday party next stays, month. I think. Stays on the road. Has his own brand. Like I said, he was before Snoop was talking about cannabis. <laughs> Real talk. It was Willie Nelson who was talking about medicinal marijuana for. Uh, I mean, at this point, sixty-seven. It feels like sixty. No, forever. Years. Yeah, forever. 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 So he's just for the weed alone. He deserves to be in. <laughs> 
I don't no, think they. See, I don't think they grade on the well, weed curve. See, they shit well, in that room, you know. <laughs> well, no, you would be surprised. It's a very, it's a very teetotaling room. No, and also Farm Aid. That's a phenomenal. What he put it together, Farm Aid. Um, he, a, a brilliant songwriter, and you know the door has been opened a bit. I mean, the Hall of Fame you know, gets both criticism and praise for expanding this whole idea of like, it's not rock and roll. It's like, shut up with that. Shut shut up with that noise. Mm-hmm. White, white middle-aged incels living in your parents' basement, you know, um, Will, in who's Piscataway. More, in Piscataway. Who is more rock and roll than Willie freaking Nelson? He was I an mean, outlaw. He was the outlaws, the, right? I mean, real fucking t- With a joint when it was with illegal for real. <laughs> and kept, getting arrested, kept getting arrested, getting arrested for weed and shit. He was like, fuck like, that. <laughs> right, fuck that. And with Dolly in, it kind of now mm-hmm. says, all right. Yeah, so Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine. I think this is their third time on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Tom Morello is on the nominating committee. I'm not a huge Rage fan, but Neither everyone, I really. everybody I know who saw their last tour was blown away. But that's the people who love them, and they're always blown away. They've always played well, right? It's yeah. like, but I always feel with them, they're so interesting because the people who love them love them, but I feel like right. it has not bled out from just that core group of people. I can that love see. I honestly, like, again, I've seen them. They're really, I saw them a million years ago. Um, I can see their influence in other groups. The problem is for me, the people they're influencing are not people I'm interested in, mm-hmm. but I feel like they are not just, a, they are way more than just like some rap rock group. They got lumped in with, they're not corn for crying out loud. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they're not limp biscuit for crying out loud. I mean, they are really powerful, really powerful. So, I mean, I think that they definitely are, are worthy. Are they my choice? No. And, but that's also because that genre doesn't interest me to be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. All right. This is the group I could give a flying fuck about. White Stripes. I don't get it. I mean, I, I did like Seven Nation Army. Does yeah, you count? and 9,000 other sports fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think every black person, if you could say a White Stripes song, you're like, Seven Nation Army. Even um, if you every <laughs> black person and three quarters of the white people. Okay? <laughs> or the white people you know. How's that? And there's And fell in love with the girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Hugely, you know, huge, a huge band. The look, the whole, you know, women, you know. I get whole, it. Jack, listen, Jack White is it. another one who's actually a very talented musician. Right. Not and, my cup and of Meg, tea. And Meg White is a yeah, very talented musician. Absolutely. And it was very fierce. So she was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm She done. was like, I, whatever this is, I'm over it. Right. I'm going to go home. She's married I, to Patti Smith's son. I always find it very fierce, the kids who can do that. Her, Bobby Gentry. Bobby Gentry was like, I'm done and disappeared. Right. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like... going to move back to Detroit. <laughs> My thing with White Stripes is that I hear their influences. I mm-hmm. don't hear who they've influenced. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm trying to think who is the new white stripe. They are again a singular. They don't do it for me. It's fine. No. You know, but they do do it for a lot of people. So oh yeah, I, for so sure. I understand that it, it's it makes sense to me. It's not a weird one. Not my cup of tea, but they absolutely not I, I a get, weird one at I all. I get why they're there. No, I, I get, get why. why, and it's their yeah. first year of eligibility. Not a mm-hmm. weird one at all. It's not mm-hmm. like some like. Are you kidding me? Right. Definitely worthy. I'm just. They're not. I yeah one song mm. one and a half song I know that one song and then the other song all right Iron Maiden not my lane but oh my god they deserve to be okay in there. I'm like they're not in there I know we should <laughs> do a, yeah, we could there could be a whole was, there's a, like a whole category of they're not in there that's like that, that would be yeah me too that's my every year there's usually that one where I'm like like before it was Judas Priest I was like they're not in they're there they're not in there and I so know so Iron Maiden to me is like oh okay well well yeah they're gonna fill that they're gonna get in because yeah. clearly they're not in there they, I mean yeah. and like I've said before my son saw them at Barclays the same week he saw Kendrick Lamar a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when asked who was better he looked at me and goes oh my god Iron Maiden was like unbelievable I mean mm-hmm. it's like you get a capital A heavy metal and they're pioneers and yeah mm-hmm. they're not in there if I have to tell you how many times I have to go no they're not in there no, no. <laughs> it's kind of like the basketball hall of fame what do you mean you know think of somebody who should be in there and they're not in there or Charles Barkley what do you mean he doesn't have a ring or you know right, what I mean it's right. like you, mm-hmm. you just assume yeah so Iron Maiden I mean yeah I can't name a song. I know what their logo looks like though. It's got that yeah, crazy, the crazy thing kind of the face thing. to face. Yeah, yeah the, the thing, thing with the, the thing. face. It's like a thing. Right. I'm mm-hmm. f- we're voting for the merch mm-hmm, this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Soundgarden. They're not in there. I mean, yeah. You know, people do love Chris Cornell and Soundgarden. They're another one like I felt like they were huge for one album. But they have they they are enduring to the people who love them, mm-hmm. right? And I yeah. do think that they are referenced a lot. They are spoken about a lot. And I really liked Chris Cornell's solo. Me too. Work. The I one really with Timberland, that record yeah, he did with Tim. I, I lo- like me too. I love I love 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 that solo work. Um, I can't say that they don't deserve to be there because they they really are still referenced. I hear them brought up a lot and people compare other groups to them and that, that period of time. But I wonder, is that because they were out during a period of time versus the work standing the test? Well, they had some big radio hits. I mean, fell on black days was like a big, uh, a big hit. And black hole sun was a big hit. Yeah, that was that. I mean, that was an MTV kind of, and I think they were the first of the Seattle bands to really break through. I mean, I think that, um, and they were certainly much more Zeppelin influenced than let's say Nirvana who, you know, again, I, I, I'm not, I am not this year. I can make a point for every single, well, except for one, I can make a point for every single mm. group on here. There's not somebody where I'm like, are you kidding me with right. this? Right. So I am surprised they're not in. Um, I think Chris Cornell, I think their hits were so long ago that you mm-hmm. can kind of forget. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they and were, because he's not here anymore. He's been, yeah, you know, he's, he's the enigmatic, you know, front man, and he's not here. Well, so, you and know. there's nothing more enigmatic than dead. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> Sorry, you know, <laughs> that's the so, ultimate and unknown. But, right? Yeah, but nobody sounded like him. You know, 
to me. Yeah, so I can make a point. All but right, he was one of the best thing because there was mystery around them. Like we knew them, but like we didn't really know. It's very interesting with them. I think that the a lot of the I think a lot of the voters will vote them. Okay, Annie look like Miguel. <laughs> Do you think he looked like Miguel? Kind of, sort of. <laughs> I remember us asking Miguel uh, once whether there was, was he related yeah, to Chris. Yeah, were you, <laughs> but Miguel also looked like Kevin from Blackstreet Boys too. Okay. Yes, he did. Stop. I no. Let me just say. Yes, this. he did. Okay. No. Let me just say this. <laughs> now you know that normally, sorry. sorry, normally the guys that I date, you know, usually a little tan, but tan. But back in the like nine, late nineties, early two thousands, when I'd be doing certain shows, and we'd be backstage, and those Backstreet Boys would be back there, and Kevin be back there. I used to think he, I was like, mm-hmm. he's real. First of all, he's tall, very tall, taller than me, and I'm. He's tall. extremely nice. Very, he's, all of them are nice, and he's really good looking. I used to be like. You know, <laughs> he could get some. Ergo, you, you play one, your cards right, honey. I right. might be, I might be the I want it that way, honey. Right. <laughs> We're gonna show how back your street is. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You named it that. <laughs> back streets, back. Back. All, All right. right. No, I. But come on, Miguel. Miguel, if you're listening, you know that everyone has a crush on you, had a crush on you. You are a daddy, for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. You haven't aged at all, you weasel. And you would look at him and go, okay, this is like a taller version, a taller non-Cuban version of Migs. <laughs> and Chris Cornell. And baby Elion. But that was okay. a whole other... <laughs> It was giving Elion tea. <laughs> he's going to hate us. And you know, he listens to the show. So he's going to do it. We love you, but you cannot deny your oh, Kevin-ness. Oh, my there. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is supposed to be a serious show, Courtney. No, this I is where we break down serious. Maybe Elion, when they're busted and getting him out their closet, and it kind of does look like <laughs> Miguel is a young Oh well, we God. love me, but okay. This is We're a joke. This is a joke for fifty people, we but the fifty people here. Well, I'm sorry. People. We're comparing our dear friend <laughs> to three really good-looking people. Tell right. me how that's a wrong thing. Because have you seen what Elion looks like now? I know. Yo, he's hot. Oof. Yeah, Oof. yeah. He's Oof. giving. He's giving moments. He's giving full Castro. And that Kevin still looks hot too. It's still like, hey, Kevin. Good. Okay, if you had asked me on my bingo card whether I'd be talking about the hotness of Kevin <laughs> from the Backstreet Boy, I brought it up. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's the ultimate. I can't believe she's not in Cindy freaking Lauper. Okay, let's talk about. <laughs> go, go. Let's go. talk about Miss Lauper. She has literally been giving us things since motherfucking, literally, she's been active since 1977. You know what I'm saying? Then we get, she's so unusual in 1983. But what I think people don't realize is Cyndi Lauper's had like, 11 Grammy, I mean, 11 albums, including Memphis Blues, which was literally the number one blues album of, of 2010. Like she sold over 50 million albums. She's also in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. She's what won- What a Tony, Tony. She, she's won Grammys, Emmys, 
Tonys, New York Outer, Outer Critics Circle, MTV Awards, Billboard Awards, American Music Awards. She's got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I think that people discount the amount of work that Cindy Lauper has done because the biggest hits came at the first part of her career, right? That that span well, in the eighties. True Colors, True Colors was on the second record. Yes, but but I said the first part of the eighties, and all oh, of those the first part of the eighties, yes, back to back to back. And the nineties, yeah. she was still on Epic, still making albums and making great Heart albums. Had full of stars is a great uh, that's, record. That is. That album is brilliant. I yeah, love Hat Full of Stars. Hat Full of Stars is amazing. I mean, it's like, listen, um, um, A Night to Remember is great. Sisters of Avalon is a great album. Yeah. At Last is a great album. And then her dance album, Bring You to the Brink, is a great album. Then she had Memphis Blues and Detour. Her last original album was in 2016. She is a person that I think people have taken for granted because she has been around and they just want to kind of reduce her to True Colors, which is, you know, a song that people are still covering and still singing. And she's and still- And Girls Just Want to Have Fun yeah. became the anthem of the Women's March after right. in 2016. And her advocacy for LGBTQ and trans people- Way before people were even acknowledging the issue, Cindy was on the forefront of this. She I was mean, talking about women's issues, and she's always championing gay rights yep. issues. And she still does. Yep. And she puts her money where her mouth is. She she does a lot of stuff with musicians. And she does... I'm, listen, to me... Sounds amazing still. Yeah. She is an icon. I think And, so. you know... I really wish people would dig back into the work, especially like Hat Full of Stars and Avalon, those later records, and and just listen to her voice and the songwriting and just understand that she's so much more than She-Bop and Money Changes Everything, you know what I mean? Those are great records, but she's got a whole catalog of really amazing, amazing And one of the first artists, I mean, and you will know this better than me, but to my mind, one of the first artists to cover Prince. Yeah, she did when she when you did, were when, and he when gave you were her mine. Per, he gave her permission to do it right. early on, and her version is amazing. It's fantastic, right? It really is. It, it's a really yeah. So if she's one of my. I can't believe she's not in. Um, and I'm very glad she is in. All right, this is a really interesting selection. Um, when the small faces and the faces were up. Uh, the same year, they did a split where they said the small faces and the faces are essentially the same group with one right. one rotation. You know, one has one guy in or one guy out. I forget. Right. Probably, all right. This year, it's Joy Division and New Order as one um, nominee. What do you think about that? Because do you think there's enough of a difference between Joy Division and New Order to warrant this? Or do you think there's a continuity that makes sense? I think there's a continuity that makes sense. I do. I think there's a continuity that makes sense. You know, and it's like, because they essentially are the same people with what? Like new, was it Joy Division had one person? Ian, Ian, well, Ian Curtis, Ian Curtis, Kurt killed himself. Right. And then the band regrouped as New Order. I think added one person. I think right. the, the keyboard is Jillian, and I forget her last name, and I apologize for that. Yeah. But I think it's the same band and, with the And new that's singer. why I believe it's a continuity, right? Because it wasn't like there was some, we broke up and we have all these things. It's like, you start this group, you're having some success. One person, unfortunately, is not is no longer there. You have to regroup. It can't, 
You're like, well, it doesn't work without this. So you just kind of morph it into this other thing. So I, I think the joy division is the nucleus and, and that new order grew from that nucleus. So, and it's still attached really, you know yeah, what I mean? And, and it, well, doesn't, new it, doesn't, order, it doesn't feel almost like two separate groups. Right. So I, I mean, get new or, it's like a continuation of a yes. thought. Yes. New order. We, when we saw uh, Pet Shop Boys and New Order, New Order does two Joy Division yes. songs, in, mm-hmm. and they are their songs. It's not yep. like they're covering them. They're their songs. And also, I mean, Joy Division was definitely sort of a different sound. I mean, obviously, Love Will Tear Us Apart Again was ubiquitous in the, right. in the clubs. Ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. You couldn't – and transmission. But you can almost see, as the progress of music went along, you could almost see – Joy Division starting to do maybe some of the more freestyle and electronic stuff that uh, New Order was doing. Absolutely. You know, you can maybe see it. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, after seeing that show, I had forgotten how many hits New Order had. Yeah. I mean, I was like. And that they're actually a band. They're yeah. They're a band. You know right. what I mean? They're playing instruments and they're up there playing. I was like, right, you're a band. You're a band. You're not a studio thing. <laughs> yeah, you're not you know Arthur I mean? Baker yeah. with a bunch of Right, knots. right, right, right. And shout out to Arthur Baker, who's amazing. Oh, you know what I mean? That is amazing, not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it's, it's like, yeah. You and I always forget that it was it was like when we saw ESG and I'm like, holy shit. I right. always thought ESG was a studio like a producer studio right. thing. I had no idea. And it's like, oh my God, now your sisters, you're a band. Right. Right. Which and is, I love you, that. You yeah, know? which is never to discount studio stuff and whatever. Absolutely but there, not. But there is something to be said when you're hearing a sound that is, especially dance music, when you're hearing something mm-hmm. that's that's big in the clubs and then you go, oh, wow, you're playing this as opposed yeah, to I, programming always, this. I am always impressed. I Listen, I love, a, if you have a great song, it's a great song. But to me, there's a respect for that musicianship because I know what that life is. It's really hard and you're out there and you're doing it. And when you can make some shit sound really good and you have that skill, especially like you said, in, 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 in those eras where every, a lot of things were very producer driven, like mm-hmm. you're producers and you hired these singers who went on later, a lot of them to become very famous in their own right. But you hire these people like change. I, I was watching this video the other day of change singing, you know, the glow of love and, uh. It's not Luther doing. Oh. It's not doing doing the performances because again, that was back in the day of studio musicians, a, a producer hiring these people, swapping and, out. And you have right? vocalists, and this guy is lip syncing. I'm hearing Luther's voice, and I'm watching it. I'm going, "Well, wait, wait, what?" And I'm realizing, "Oh my God, right." Change, who, who had has several albums, was like producer driven. So that's why I get confused. And I, I'm always impressed when I see certain groups from certain eras and i'm like wow you're actually a band this wasn't some producer's idea and then you know you have the 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 vocalists of the time coming in and turning these songs out and then moving on to the next project yeah so yeah i I think i I think they deserve it i i I, to me it's a natural progression from joy division to new order so i I, and very much a sound of a certain era i mean it's very much um that a moment in time but a moment joy division i mean look at the freaking kids walking around in those joy division t-shirts from from urban outfitters i mean for good their their influence remains i mean they Mm -hmm. they really do it really does remain all right Cheryl crow another i can't believe she's not in i love Cheryl crow i know you love her more than i love her but i can see why she yeah make her make the case she's another one 
11 yeah. albums. Let's see how many awards. Because she's got a bunch of awards. Very respected in the industry. Very respected. Okay, she's won nine Grammy Awards out of 32 nominations. Wow. And, you know, she's had... Listen, I appreciate Sheryl Crow because this is another person who plays instruments and she writes and she produces. And she had to go up against the men who... Once, remember Tuesday night, uh, was it um, the Tuesday breakfast? What's, what's I always forget that. Tuesday name afternoon breakfast club or uh, um, singing, a, look it up. Tuesday Music look. Club, right? Thank Tuesday you. Music Club was the name of, of, album, right? of the guys. And it was Tuesday night music club. And remember, they were all just jamming. Their album came together. Then, of course, she had some of the men who were part of that trying to sue her, being like, you didn't do this album or write and blah, 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 which made her write her next record. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm for any person who has true, true talent. Listen, you know I love a, a no talent, high production value shing for a hot, fun minute of, oh, it's a kiki pop show. But really what I appreciate are, are, are people who can have longevity, staying true to themselves in this industry, which is very, very, very hard to do as a woman. It just really is. I've seen yeah. it up close. Especially people, a woman of a certain age. Yeah, and they, I, and they, I am people, that age. You people know? start trying to make you do all kinds of things and say, well, maybe if you do this and do that. And she's never fallen down those tropes. I think her albums are great. She's had the hits. She's got the longevity. And, and I think there's some young singer-songwriter types and some, and you know, she's done a lot of work in the country space, and some of those young girls who she's influenced. Oh, you know? for sure. So for sure. I think that she deserves it. Now, do I think she'll get in with the voters with this list? I do not. For some, because I think they're going to look at her not on this first round. When I'm looking at who's not in and thinking, if they only do five, I don't believe she will be one of the five. All right. That's it. You know, somebody made a point, um, and I never really thought about it, that in many ways she was penalized for being so pretty. There's a little bit of that. You know, which is a weird, you know, that women viewed her as like, oh, guys like her because she's hot. Um, She's also tiny. I was on a show Mm -hmm. once and she's like literally came up to my ankle, which is I'm tiny. I mean, I'm tall, but um, I have no problem with her. I don't think I'll be voting with her because for me... Um, the list is so strong this She's year. Not, and that is why I'm telling but you But I have why. no problem. I, I think go, a lot of people, are you kidding? No, I think a know? lot of people are going to feel that way. And it's, it, it, she is deserving. But when you look at the list, you're going to be like, I could actually, you could come up again next year or yeah. whatever. This list, especially when, you know, they have a woman problem, right? So when I look at some of the women who are in front of her, it's like, to me, Missy is like, like everybody was like, Jay and Eminem were a lot. Missy is a lot to me. So, you I know. I think that, Cindy might, I think this might be Cindy's year. You, you know what I, if you ask me, okay, is it, do we finish, look, do we finish the list? Like, no, 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 I'll go okay. through it. Okay, All right. Yeah. Spinners, which I'm loving. I love the that. Sp- I'm loving, um, they were that, on the ballot I, once before. I think, I think it's th- a long shot. I think it's a long shot because I But I'm glad to see ab- you I am very glad, especially in light of Tom Bell passing. Right. Yeah, I am very glad to see Spinners brought up, but I will say, I think it's a long shot because they're, 
their influence and their hit, their hits were so long ago and their influence is hard to pin down for people whose ears are not tuned in that. If you're someone who loved boys to men, then you can hear the influence. If you're right. somebody who goes, I, I hate, I hate that kind of music. I think that they are overlooked. There's a lot of genres that don't get a fair shake with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see him get in. I think it's a long shot. I think it's a long shot. Yeah, I, I think, think it's a long. I, this uh, list, this list, is is you know you can make a case for a lot of people, and I think they're a long shot. I think Cheryl's a long shot this year. There's just three did. more. There's three mm-hmm. more. All right. So in a three way tie, mm-hmm. and this is possibly the strangest trio <laughs> that you will ever mm-hmm. ever come up with in music. Tribe Called Quest, second year on the ballot in mm-hmm. well, Warren Zevon, who I who I can't uh, believe is not already right, in. That's crazy. And George Michael. Sec- he almost made the ballot last year. He's in now. Now that they're every single one of those people is deserving. And having them compete against each other is like having Usain Bolt compete against Allen Iverson compete against uh Nadia Comaneci. I mean, they have nothing. <laughs> with each other other than they all make music and and do you want to know what's interesting i think all three of them are a long shot and you want to know why because if they had a three-way tie right from from the list that means they didn't get high enough even in the room and you are the guys who really will champion some people for real like yo so i think when it goes out this list is so strong people are going to look and say like Iron fucking Maiden isn't in there because that was just my thought so i think they're they're going to get in i absolutely believe because of how people feel about Soundgarden, that this might be the, their year. This right. clearly needs to be Missy's year. And how I, about Willie? How about Willie? He's. I think it's going to be. I actually think it's going to be Willie, Missy, Iron Maiden. Uh, who else? Who else? Soundgarden, and it was one more. I thought Kate Bush. Kate Bush. This... That was it. And Kate Bush. All if right. there's five, I if think there's that those five. Are the five. If there's yeah. six, who do you think? If there's six. Cheryl might slip in there, maybe. I think, I think Cindy is going to take Cheryl's slot. Oh, wait, I keep forgetting about Cindy. Yeah, here's the thing about Cindy. I think Cindy's very interesting. This is where, because you guys in the room have a really strong musical knowledge, but this is where when those ballots go out to everybody else, are they are they able to look past the fact that and not think of her as girls just want to have fun in true colors. Well, in and defense, these in. ballots are not going to my mother. These ballots no, are going to music people. That's you know? true, but, but we say that, then Kate Bush would have been in years ago. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It goes out to people who might think, I love Cindy Lauper, but somebody else is more deserving because I can't name any of the other right. hits and stuff on the other album. You know what I mean? And then they might look at somebody else and be like, oh, but I, I know these songs, I know this album. Gotcha. And I do think that's how people vote in there. Or we could be surprised, right? It can go out and people could look and say, Warren Zevon's not in? Yeah, I think he could be a dark, He could be a dark horse. But he's that- also a noise that certain... I mean, I think Warren Zevon is absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. I think I uh, his songs to me, he was the one part of the California sound that I could tolerate. Right. Because the rest of it was like, he's just a brilliant songwriter, great singer. It, his name always comes up on the list of like people like I can't believe they're not in. Right. His name always comes up. Tribe's name comes up a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's great that there are two rapbacks on the ballot and, and they are really beloved, especially if you grew up with college radio, if you're that age, yeah. if you're like in your forties or early fifties, tribe means a lot to you. Um, right. um, I would love to see George Michael in. I think it would make a really great statement. It would certainly make for good TV. Um, I mean, I, I would not be able to pick. I nominated, I nominated George last year, went nowhere. I nominated Tribe this year. Um, I wouldn't be able to pick between those three because it's like it's like they have nothing. <laughs> that is proof of the scope of musicianship yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. That is – and that is like, you know, a commercially successful but not massively successful hip-hop group, Tribe. Warren Zevon, not really hugely commercially successful. Right. And George Michael, obviously hugely commercially successful, but for two albums only. People right. forget the rest of his career. Well, and we're, but if we're talking globally, two oh, massive, albums, massive. two albums were well, actually, two. Uh, l- l- let me see because I think he has some other certifications in the. In well, the listen US. without prejudice and faith. Well, right? Faith, right? But then there's also older. I think o- older was successful here. Was it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like overseas where it sold a gazillion, zillion copies, but I believe older was absolute because older is Jesus to a child and fa- I mean, and fast love, I believe, is on yeah. older. Yeah, is that the one with the cop? Um, yeah. Well, outside, yeah. outside was yeah. part of the greatest, the greatest hits record. Okay, I, I like I said, yeah, the- older is. Jesus to a child, fast love, older, spinning the wheel, star people, you have been loved. Right. Yeah. I want to say in the US, let's see, what did it do in the US? Well, I think there's also been more of a. Yeah, it was a number six. It, it was okay. it, it peaked at number six in the top 10 here. I do think that in our somewhat more enlightened and global times, in terms of an understanding. And, and it went platinum here. It and appreciative of. of of people, except if you're in Florida. Um, I do think that he has trans has gone beyond the scandals and the, this Mm -hmm. and the, that he's a great songwriter, great songers, great singer. His name always comes up on the, why isn't he list? Listen, the, the men living in the basement, their mother's basement, clutching yeah. their pearls with like, oh, why aren't Nickelback right. in? I was like, really? Do we really need to have this conversation? Why Nickelback I mean... isn't? Because, I mean, like, I could give you all day. But in their defense, they could sit there and rant and rave about Missy the same way I would be like eye rolling with them. So right. um, it's, it's going to be a hard list. It is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real. I mean, it's hard a lot of time. But this, I have to say, I walked out of there with like, I can't, like, I couldn't really narrow it down. But I do think, here's my only concern, though. Everyone's going to think Missy is a lock, and so they're not going to vote for her so they can vote for somebody else. No, I think they're going to vote for her. I think people are going to, I think people are going to be like, I'm voting for her. I do. It's like, we thought the same thing about Eminem and Jay. I think it's going to be that same thing. That same feeling we had about that year when it was clearly Janet has to get in. It's like people voted for her. Her and I think people will absolutely vote for Missy because it is one hundred percent deserved. I mean, it just, makes a statement too. I mean, and just like really, the artistry is there. It's like you know, it just is. Those videos are groundbreaking. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. I didn't vote for Janet because I just knew she was going to. I just knew it in my heart. I oh wait, wait a minute. I take that back. I did vote for Janet. 
I'm like, yes, you did. Uh, do you see the look I'm giving you right now? Like, excuse did. me? Did you lie to me and tell me you did? And now no, you're making I a confession did. of being I'm like you did it? I was like, okay, there was somebody where I just said this is a done deal, but I couldn't, not because I, not because of any nefarious No, it wasn't stuff. her. I, I remember us having a conversation, but it wasn't Janet. All right. It wasn't Janet. No. Was okay, it Eminem? I, oh, I, I know. Eminem, I, I did Because I knew, because you were like, we knew he was going to no, get it. No, like, it was I'm, Jay. It was Jay. Oh, it was Jay. It was Jay. Mm-hmm. I would never not vote for a woman. Right. Assuming it's a done deal. Sorry, patriarchy. That's I would true. never. <laughs> no, that's the real deal, T. That's the real. <laughs> it's still a woman. It's still a black woman. You never know. But uh, Jay, I was like, he's going to get in. He's going to get in. He's the only rapper, the men in the basement, living in their parents' basement, uh, screaming at their mother because they don't have cable anymore. Um I think I value your opinion on this, and I think you are spot on with this. I think this is a very there is everybody here can make a case for them, even the ones we're not crazy about. You could make a case for them. I mean, yep. it's not like you're like Nickelback. No, there's a case for everybody <laughs> on this list, right? So now it's like let the games begin let because the games begin. really it could go. I don't, you know, I wouldn't be mad if any of them made it to the final, right? Like, how do you say one is more deserving than the other? Everybody on this list pretty much has really accomplished In my heart of hearts, though, I I just want to see Kate Bush get in for crying out loud. I just want to I want to see Kate Bush to get in because I absolutely think she would show up. Oh, she would. I this think whole, she was this is whole mythology we, that she doesn't come on planes or mm, she's like a magical fairy mm-hmm. who can't put her feet on the ground. Not only do I think she showed up, she has shown herself to be super appreciative of everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been like, yeah, it's about time, you motherfuckers. And I think because she's not done a ton of things in America. Like she's one only of the, done one thing, Saturday Night Live. That's it. And, and, the, and, and one of the few interviews you can find of her is... With Sue Simmons on Live at Five, when Sue Simmons is interviewing her, it had no idea uh, who she was. Her favorite alcoholic, I mean, lesbian I lo- newscaster, I, loved, allegedly. I mean, allegedly. Which part allegedly? We're not sure. But but it's alleged. I love me some. I love Let Sue me, Simmons. Sue Simmons is an icon for New York. No, I love Sue Simmons. My dad used to go, that's a good looking woman, that Sue Simmons. <laughs> no, she, I love Sue Simmons. My mother Chuck, was, Scar- Chuck yeah. Scarborough and Sue Simmons. Chuck and Sue, honey. Chuck and Remember Sue. Remember the, the famous photo on the side of the bus where she's kiss- She's on the profile kissing his cheek and he's yeah. looking straight ahead. It was Chuck and Sue. Chuck and Sue. You don't get newscasters like that anymore. Mm-mm. I used to love them. And what's his face? Uh, what was that guy's name? Jim Jensen, who was literally smoking okay. cigarettes Jim on Jensen, air. Jim Jensen, Ernie Anastas. Um, um, uh, Jack, somebody or other. They Ra- would smoke cigarettes. They would I literally mean- be sitting there smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. On, I miss that. Not that mm-hmm. you should smoke cigarettes. It's really bad for you. All right. Um, we will probably continue this next week, but Courtney and I have a question for the young people of America and music critics. What are you hearing in Ice Spice that norm- that nobody else can hear? And on that. And the first, and yes, and yes, because this is a continuation. Only thing I wanted to say is the first time somebody said Ice Spice to me, I was like, no, I would like a caramel macchiato medium. (laughs) I thought they were asking me if I wanted a drink order. And then when I saw Ice Spice, I was like, thank you guys for listening to I'm going to let you finish because, you know, listen, (laughs) that's all I got to say. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Every once in a while, though, we do have those moments where we go, 
It's just a noise that dogs our age can't hear. Yeah, and it's okay. I feel That's like it's fine. the way our That's parents were like, fine. what the hell is that you're what, listening what is that? to? Turn like, that hippity-hoppity and that rock and roll down. My dad once said, I'm blasting. He goes, who is that woman screaming up there? And I'm like, it's Aretha Franklin. He goes, I don't care. Turn it down. Mm-hmm. Ice Spice. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, listen. Yeah. For you young people, I'm Bless sure your you love it. I like it. Go love, for it. Have a good time. Right. Have a good time. I'm just like, yeah. there's a lot of wooden nickels clanking I around. I have these no chains, idea. Honey. Thank Lots you, of yeah. Thank you Jody Rosen. Thank you. Jody Rosen, you know Jody Rosen is a prophet. He's been <laughs> posting like, somebody needs to explain this to me. And I'm like, I love you, Jody. I love I you. Mean, I'm saying it again. <laughs> okay, take us out, baby. Thank you, everybody, for oh coming to <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you're going to do a country accent, do another country. <laughs> no. Hello. And thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say this to Candace. Hi, Candace. It's me, your best friend slash wife, for your benefit, because I know shit is really messed up right now, and you're having a rough time. Courtney yeah. is snorting oh, and, sh- and chortling just for you. Miss Thing, and my heat's on full blast. I feel like I'm going through the pause. I'm in here sweating. It was like that this morning in my yoga studio. I'm like, this room is the size of my closet, and people are already sweating. And and it's and it's and there's a lot of bodies in here. I'm literally going like there's sweat dripping from my eyebrows. I literally have under tit sweat, and I'm an A cop. I'm an A cop. I have to go on with my day. But it's a couture A cup, everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. It's couture. Oh, I remember um, those days. <laughs> Not the, the couture, the A cup. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Listen, you are doing God's work with your laughing right now for Candace and Katie. Candace and Katie, hi. Courtney is, del- I am literally, I am in Courtney's apartment oh, poking him to make him do oh, that. Y'all, stop making me laugh too early. Okay, so. You know what it is. Here, I'll just close my eyes and pretend I'm not here. I'm pulling my hood up so you can't see me. Thank you for listening to us on the Pantheon Podcast Network, (laughs) where there are a gazillion music shows and us. You can find us on the Pantheon Podcast YouTube page. Please subscribe there, and I'm going to let you finish episodes appear there every week. We're on the Pantheon Podcast main feed. We're on... Thank you for listening on Apple, on Spotify, on Deezer, on iHeart, on Google, on Amazon. You we're guys, on everything but drugs. We're on everything <laughs> but drugs, and we're accepting any that you'd like to send via. Not me, not me, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. I, I'm holding no. out for. I'm right. big on into the candy. In right, the she's day. Oh, thank oh, you, yeah. Danny Myers. By the way, oh. thank you, our pal Danny Myers. What up, Danny? And um, <laughs> and Kristen. What up, Kristen? Yeah. And Peter and all of the cats over, and everybody over at Pantheon and our Pantheon family. Check out some of the other shows there. Please do, please. You know what I mean? It's really, really great. And uh, you know what to do. Leave a message on on our message board on Facebook, and I'm gonna let you finish. Leave a comment on our Twitter at Finishima because we're still there. We try to act like we're not, but we're kind of there. But we're we're monitoring the we're monitoring the situation. The situation, (laughs) and you know. Tell a friend, don't tell a friend, tell every friend, tell Mariah Carey, tell me Lynn Farmer, tell Madonna, tell Madonna that her tickets for $5,000 were ridiculous. But uh, yeah, we love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Grammy.